0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whatever time you are listening to this. This is Freedom Wave Podcast, episode two, and I'm glad you can join me. Um, Today's going to be fun. Today is going to be fun um so i have an episode planned for today called um can you sell your soul that's the main topic that we're going to discuss but um there is some other things that i intertwined into today's conversation now i did this topic already um I recorded this podcast one time already, um, and I listened back to it and I felt led to re-record it. So here we are. Um, prayer before we start. Heavenly Father, thank you for being in the room already. Thank you for being in my room, in the room of whoever's listening to this, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come into wherever they are listening and have your spirit just rest upon them. Give them peace while listening to this podcast, whether they're driving the car or whether they are walking the dog, whether they're in their bedroom or working out. I pray that you will just allow the spirit of peace to rest upon them right now. Um, as they take in your word, Father God, and as they um, listen to what I got to say today. Um, I ask all these in your mercies, in Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to get straight into it because I am very well prepared um, due to the fact that I've recorded this before. There's everything that I want to touch on written down. And, um, yeah, I'm just really going to go dive in head first on this one. Um, No real intro, no nothing. Praise God. I did a little update before I start, I guess. I woke up um, presence of God heavy. (laughs) Like, heavy, heavy like, incredibly heavy in my room um, I started um, so I'm gonna do a, a like a, a not a sermon, not a topic not even a video, I think I'm gonna write a book on, um, the way that I wake up, and my scheduling and stuff like that, and what caused it to be, and all that stuff, like, the Lord has already placed a book title in my, in my mind, body, heart and soul about uh, my prayers and stuff like that. Um, like my praying method. and But uh, long story short, I didn't wake up at the first alarm. I have like three alarms. So I didn't wake up at the first one. I woke up at the second one. Um, and that second one, uh, some people call 3 a.m., the spiritual warfare hour. Um, but it's also the glory hour. We don't talk about that. God's glory and his presence show up in that hour, baby. It's just not, you just not only getting attacks and such and that things of that nature. If that's all you're focusing on, then that's all you receive. And I don't want to make it seem like um, this law of attraction thing. Like if you just think of positive, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, um Two things can exist, coexist at the same time. And God's glory and power and presence arrives at 3 a.m. the same way. How do you think you wake up? His presence wakes you up. His presence is like knocking on the door of uh, your flesh and being like, hey, it's time to get up and pray. Um I guess I will do a podcast on um, morning prayers and my prayer method and all that stuff. Um, I did a a bonus episode that I'm definitely going to put out because it's talking about Jesus praying and it's a really good episode. Um, But yeah, all that's coming out towards the end of the season. So like I said, stay tuned. Um, Can you sell your soul? That's the topic of this episode. Um, but before we get into the hot, button topic conversation, there is some things I would like to discuss. Billie Eilish. If you do not know who Billie Eilish is, she is a American pop singer songwriter. And today we're going to talk about her fast fame, her fast claim to fame, um, and the topic is going to be connected to why does God make us wait and what's the benefit of waiting Um, so I touched on this on the first broadcast I I recorded Um, I touched on Billie Eilish fully but I didn't really dive deep into the why does God make us wait and what's the benefit of waiting so I'm doing that today Um, so yeah let's talk about Billie Eilish Um, I love talking about Music, if you know me, you know music is like my bread and butter. Um, I love the promotion, the side of things, the charting side of things, the, the way that an artist promotes an album and era. Uh, I love the art, of course, obviously, but I love the era of it all. You know what I mean? I love like looking at an artist and their album and like them making their whole entire rollout of that album like a movie that they can look back at all the interviews what they wore um all the photo shoots all the music videos it's just really cool to me um so i'm gonna tap into more so the promotion side of this new album that billy has coming out over the music itself because i didn't even listen to the last three songs. So I'm going to be really quite frank with you. But um, I, yeah, I'm going to share a couple things. So I was a very out of it Billie Eilish fan um, not too long ago before I uh, kind of just let all my worldly idols go. Um, I was really, really into her music, really, really into her image, um, everything, everything. Um, despite me knowing that she has some like satanic demonic undertones which nobody really wants to talk about I mean that's a lie everybody wants to talk about it but uh, there is a um, I was about to say there's a light in Goshen that's so funny <laughs> there is a, I don't know why I was going to say that um, There, uh, there is a, a a mutual understanding I think between uh people who are not christian and people who are to know that billy does have a dark side to her um some people call it depressive somber sad music others call it just um Her expressing herself. Um, and if you don't know, she writes all her songs. So I'm going to give a quick synopsis on what we're going to talk about today. Why is it important? How is it tying into this? Why does God make us wait? conversation. So Billie Eilish is dropping her sophomore album this week. If you don't know who Billie Eilish is, a quick synopsis she's an American singer, songwriter. She's best known for her successful debut, Ocean Eyes. When she was born and raised in Los Angeles, California, belonging to a family of musicians, she destined to make her career in the performing arts. Her first album, "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go," was a massive hit. Try saying that fast thirty times. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? I remember somebody saying that in a in an interview once with her. Um, it, when winning her several Grammys, Billboard Music Awards, iHeart Music Awards, etc um that yeah if you any of you remember 2020 grammys billie eilish sweeped that grammy that that award show um it was billie's night uh she won like six awards i believe in major categories as well um i could go really deeper with that but like I'm, I'm restraining myself because like I said, I love music. So I could go like really, really like in an, another world conversation. Um, but I'm going to touch on more of this stuff in an, another episode. You guys just let me know if you want to talk more about um, not Billy Alice in general, not Billy Alice solely, but like uh, other artists in general and um, connected with scripture and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. It's, something that god knew was like my favorite thing to talk about so i he had me make this episode um if you haven't been hidden in a cave for the past year you would be aware that billy's extreme rapid success took off within the matter of what it seemed like seconds um, in an interview with LA Times, Billie shares her displeasures with her early fame and how the pandemic helped her understand its effects. She quoted, I hate going outside. I hated the Internet having a bunch of eyes on me. I just wanted to do um, teenage stuff. She confessed before explaining how the pandemic helped and gave her time to do a self-reflection that she never had time for. Um, in the past. And she also stated how her early fame affected how she felt about um, everything uh, instead of just ignoring it, um, you know, like some artists typically do. Um, So she's pretty aware of her rapid rise to fame Um, But she's also aware of her rapid fall. And I didn't write this one down. I didn't write this note down, but I'm going to include it really quick. Um, What I mean by her rapid fall is she's aware that a lot of people are falling out of love with her music. A lot of people are falling out of love with her style, her persona, whatever, with her in general. Um, If you check her TikTok, she posted something recently saying how um, she... (laughs) She's kind of like mocking the people who are calling her a flop and saying that her music is not good as it used to be, all that stuff, Um, which I find interesting. So there's self-awareness here in in Billy's eyes. She understands that she's not going to please everyone um, and she's not going to be everyone's bread and butter. I think she knew this from the jump and she wasn't even expecting what came to her. Um, but we're going to discuss why I feel as if, um, it's dangerous to have this rapid, uh, not only rapid success, but it's dangerous to have, uh, this, this quick love and attention and attraction to just you and your talent, um, so early on not only in your career but just in general to have this like worshiping of you and your gifts it's just we weren't meant or made or crafted to do so um but i'm going to explain that a little bit later on so um we're going to discuss her new album and the shocking response that the album's been receiving so i like i said i didn't listen to any of the recent singles just this is not a flex, but it's I just didn't listen to them, um, and the reason why is because the reason why I even bring this up is because if any, like I said, if anybody knows me, hardcore Billy fan in the world, um, not in the world anymore, <laughs> in the world but not of it. So um, I'm just Billy's. I've like I do see things come and go on social media. I do look at her Instagram stuff like that, but I don't know like lyric for lyric, bar for bar, everything that she's dropped in the past two months. Um, the last single I listened to was Your Power. Uh, she just dropped something called Lost Cause with her and a bunch of her girlfriends in a video. I didn't see the video, but I saw the Clippets. The Clippets. The Why do I sound 142? I saw... <laughs> I saw the Clips. The it's what? Um, and then uh let's see i i I saw NDA. I didn't hear NDA. I didn't see NDA's video either, but I saw I was about to say the clip it's again, Lord help me I saw the clips. so she did the same thing with her last album. I think she like dropped a couple of singles. uh there was a song called. Cover Your Ears, um, Christians. Wish You Were Gay. (laughs) There's a song called Wish You Were Gay. All the good girls. No, no, that was after the album. Uh, Wish You Were Gay, When the Party's Over. What else was a single before the album dropped? Um, Bury a Friend. And, and, and. There was one more. There was was more than three, I, I believe. I think Bad Guy was the last one that came out before... I mean, it came out after the album dropped. Wish You Were Gay, When the Party's Over, Bury a Friend. Yeah, yeah, now that I'm looking back at it, yes. Um, I was a very Advent fan, so much so that my parking spot was painted in her very first EP cover. Um, my One of my close friends at the time did that, so... um. Yeah, that goes to show how much um, I was invested. I was trying to go to her uh, concert before the pandemic started. She had, like, one of her first shows was in Miami. And it uh, just so happened to happen. I thank the Lord for that because I felt like um, demons would have been re- released in that show just alone. But um, that's another topic. Staying focused on everything her success with her last album as in terms of um singles was not it but when the album dropped it was better for her um and she received more acclaim after the album dropped so this could be the case for this album however you got to look at the facts. It's like you are. Have already reached. Hmm, this is weird to say, because she's like what in my age, 19. Um, to say that she peaked is 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 interesting. I was going to say that, but like I had to think about that for a second. Um, you have already peaked. Honestly, didn't she win like song of the year, record of the year twice, like last year and this year? Like there's a... Listen, the industry is going to hold on to her for a little bit. The industry is definitely going to hold on to her for a little bit, but is the general public going to respond the same way that they did in the beginning? I don't know. Um... The album has no singles currently charting on any of the major platforms besides Spotify. She has received um, the most pre-ads in Apple Music history, which is a huge feat, but she also has a huge fan base. So this is expected. Um, when I saw that, because I, I did further research, because listen, the way that this all started was <laughs> me literally in my bathroom one day thinking to myself, like... And then talking to the Holy Spirit and being like, yo, Billie Eilish is not popping like she was with that first album. What is going on? Like, literally, I thought that to myself. And then I got a whole entire <laughs> sermon on <laughs> on how you should not want to gain things too quickly before it is your time um, to get them, uh, which we're going to, you know, discuss. But... So this was pretty random, but I I was aware, like... Because I, I checked the charts every now and then, and uh, she was not on any of it. Like, not on Apple Music, not on iTunes, not on the Billboard. Like, she... I think all her singles dropped out of the the top 100. Like, that's unheard of for Billie. Um, even last year, or like, with, with her first album... She had something charting in the first before the week before her album dropped. Nothing is charting in the week before her album dropped now. Like nothing. She dropped two singles, like heavy promotion, live performances. Um, It's just interesting to see. It's interesting to see. It uh, looks like they're, her labels is graf- grasping at straws to like persistently keep her attentive um, in the eyes of the public. Um, and I. part of me, I said this earlier to myself, I was like, part of me wish I did not research because I wanted to be willfully ignorant and thinking that I was the only person that noticed that but everybody is noticing that she's not and i mean you know those who really pay attention to music or um you know really cares everybody's noticing that she is just not where she's supposed to be she's been in some controversy as i saw also with something with her new boyfriend and with that video lost cause there's a lot of things going on the people don't like okay the people don't like it um, this conversation not brought up to bash Billy or call her a failure of any sort, but I think we can learn from this. Okay, so it's extremely interesting to see her rise and her decline so sudden. And I'm not gonna say that this is the end for her. She's gonna be out on the streets like tomorrow. The girl is fine. She's making money galore. I think she was one of the top selling artists this year, like at number four, according to Billboard. Um, child, she'll be good. Like there, they ain't. She not missing. No mules at all. But I think um, public perception wavers with most celebrities in general. Like, not everybody's going to consistently like, love a celebrity. Like, y'all hate Kanye one week, but next week he's dropping Donda. And y'all are like, ah, which I'm a Kanye fan, we're not going to get into that. I'm really going <laughs> to, about to lose, like... 80 listeners right now because if I just said I'm a Kanye fan. Um but yes, like you you know, public perception is 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 wavering. But I think this Billy thing is just so interesting to me. Um and it begs the question, how many people were really there for her because of the music or there because she was just popping at the time and the Grammys were eating her up. Um a week ago, I recorded this episode for the first time, like I said, and I had notes on this because I thought I was the only one noticing the sudden decline in the interest for her music. Come to find out. Everyone is talking about this on the fan side of Twitter and on TikTok as well. And some you know, news articles are writing about it. Some people are describing it as her flop era, meaning that she's becoming irrelevant in the public eye and dying down in popularity amongst. The rest of her controversy surrounding her at this point in her career, the music is the major factor. So her last last single, like, cause she dropped like eighty of them. No shade, but like I just can't keep up. Even me and I love. I used to love her, and I love music. And I I be I watch when artists drop stuff, and like she she been dropping so much. I can't even keep up with her. Um, Her last, last single, I've seen fans and non-fans say, what is this? (laughs) I've seen them say, I actually don't like her music and I don't know why I did in the beginning. It's starting to get repetitive. And, um, you know, my first thought surrounding this time in Billy's career is... As quick as you gain things, fame, acclaim in the world is as quick as you lose it. Or others are quick to take it from you. Matthew 4 verse 8 to 11. Jesus was in the wilderness being tested for 40 days. Again, the devil took him to a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory hmm. there's glories to the kingdom y'all of the world there's glory in the kingdom of the world look at that word glory he showed him not just the kingdoms but the glory that comes with it so you what is a glory It's all those fans, it's all those followers, it's all those people saying how great you are, awarding you. That's the glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God. And him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Um, Number one, Jesus had a purpose to fulfill. Yet the enemy wanted to give the son of God. Literally God himself in the flesh. All the things that he already had. (laughs) Things that he had authority over already. He wanted to give to him. Imagine how much God has for us already written in plain sight in his word. There's so much that you gain when you accept Christ. So much authority, so much is given um, literal blessings from the first covenant that God made with um, man, with his with his children of Israel, with Abraham blessings from that covenant goes to you you read about that in Romans um there's so much you gain and I say this to say that it's just like the devil to give you temporary satisfaction fame fortune pleasures in exchange for something much more valuable like eternal position and authority we look at these artists and we marvel at their fame and popularity, fiending for the same and not understanding man was never created to be worshipped this is why Billy said in her early fame days it was too much for her because it was never meant to be for her, I'm not taking away from her talent, I'm not taking away from her artistry or the work that she has put in but doesn't matter how much work and talent you put in, man was never created to be worshiped. So when you are exalted willingly or unwillingly, you know, if fans just swarm to you one day and you just gain like three million overnight and you don't know what to do with it, if you have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I, per- I, 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 I Propose to you to bring it toward before the Lord because man was never meant to be worshiped. That's why um, a lot of preachers fall. That's a whole nother conversation. A lot of ministers fall with a lot of big following because they are not giving up their. A claim to fame and glory to God. They're not um, rewiring the payment of worship back to God. So some people don't even know, you know, some people don't even know they'll be worshiping their minister, their bishop, their, their pastor, their apostle, whatever. You know, the Joel Steens of the world and the T.D. Jakes of the world. And I'm just using them. I'm not calling them out, but I'm using them because they have a large, massive following. Um, The Carl Lentz of the world and stuff like that. Uh, Steve Furtick, You know, a lot of these these big name pastors, Mike Todd, John Gray. uh, If they don't rewire, and I'm not saying that they don't do this, but if they don't, if they choose not to rewire the payment of worship back to the father, they are going to suffer because man was never made or created to be worshiped. They can't handle it. Everything else was made before man even got here. (laughs) So you have to think about that. We're the last to get here. Um, So although she got it, meaning Billy, Billy, Many are seeking to take it away from her. See, isn't that interesting? Because what she said or did that they didn't like, that's a problem with receiving worldly pleasures that can be easily confiscated and never returned. But the Bible says um, in Genesis chapter four, I think you could check for me or you could search it up. Um, God is speaking to Abraham and saying, making a covenant with him. Essentially, whoever blesses you, I will bless. Whoever curses you, I will curse. Um, so that's where we get our saying, um, "What God, who God blesses, no man can curse, or what God blesses, no man can curse," and stuff like that. Um, because, baby, God's stamp is final. So you may hate me, somebody listening to this may tune in because they don't like me. I might be prophetically preaching right now and I don't even know it, but I, I'm i just saying this as an example. So don't take it personally. If you are listening to me and you don't like me, um, somebody might be tuning in right now and they probably don't like me and, you know, came on here with ill intentions I'm already blessed. You Christians that are listening to this, who are in the will of the Father, understand you're already blessed. That coworker, that classmate, um, that, that, that for one friend in the group that seems to just never get along with you. They just don't like you. They talk a lot of trash behind your back. They can't do anything about it because God already blessed you. Be aware of that consciously. But when you're in the world, when you don't have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, whatever is given to you can be easily snatched away. Because when you think about it, and I'm going to get into this in the Can You Sell Your Soul topic, that ain't even theirs. So you see what I mean? Like everything that is was the enemy' is trying to give to you' he is, everybody here right now on earth is recycling what the it's recycling the Lord's, the lord's things it's, this is the, the the word of God says the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. All those who dwell in the world is the Lord's as well. So, this is why we do not or we should not be seeking approval, we should not be seeking or worshiping gifts, um, worshiping fame, attraction, followers, numbers. We shouldn't be worshiping any of these things because just as easily as it is given is just as easily as it can be taken away. But God's blessings are eternal. Listen, God blessed you before you even were created. God has established, and this goes for unbelievers as well, believe it or not, God has established gifts in you. God has established blessings on you and your generation, depending on whatever your generation has done or whatever your your lineage or your family line has done. That has been established before you even got here, before your parents even got here, before your parents' parents even got here. See what I mean? So everything is orchestrated by the Lord. And that brings me to the next topic. Why does God make us wait? And what's the benefit of waiting? So we know why the enemy gives us things that seem pleasing to the flesh and that feels good for the moment. It's a multitude of reasons, but the main overarching reason is that you get to be where he will be. For eternity, which is the lake of fire, because you chased everything but Christ. However, in contrast, we see all throughout the Bible, God making his people wait. So we see that the enemy gives things rapidly, quickly. He's ready to give you things at a whim just for the sake of of your soul and most importantly he's looking at the christians who are serious with god he'll propose to them before he starts proposing to anybody else and why do i say that it's because uh if you already are think of it this way if you're already in a prison why would why would the why would the, 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 the county jail dispatch police officers and sheriffs to search your house to see where you're at or search your, your territory or search search but put out a search warrant for you if you're already locked up in prison, right? No one's going to be putting out search warrants for somebody who's already locked up and already captured. That's not going to happen. Right? So, the enemy's looking to us Christians as first to give us things quickly, easily, to make us fall and to make us Worship those things over God, uh, because that's the first commandment. Worshiping and loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and putting God above everything in your life. Um, So if you could get us to reverse that and switch that, that's an easier way for everything else in our life to crumble, um, because we're falling out of the will of God, right? So, um, God makes us wait while the enemy gives it quickly. So we see the enemy's the enemy's reasoning for releasing worldly gifts, worldly facade, all that. What is God's purpose for making us wait? Isaiah 40, verse 31 easily explains it easily explains it in fact i dare to say you don't really even have to go anywhere else this is the one verse that you can go to to understand why god makes you wait but those that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint So we see the purpose of waiting, and we know that God makes us wait in this verse for two things, strength and endurance. But those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, that strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's endurance. Walking long distances and not fainting. Run and not being weary. Mounting up, meaning going higher. And not falling. Not getting tired. I want you to notice every time you get what you want without waiting for it, without training and preparing to receive it. Now I want you to remember every time you waited to receive something and maybe you worked a little harder to get it than if it was just handed to you. And look at the contrast between those two times. Was it more satisfying when you knew you had to work for it? When you knew there had to be a process to get it? Did you cherish it more? You know, somebody said, um, not too long ago, which I I thought was interesting. They said, uh, I think it was the AOC network um if you don't know what the AOC network is, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but I've been watching them for a little bit now on YouTube watching him. Uh, it like it's a um older man who runs this ministry online and they make phenomenal videos. It's really cool uh, with narrations and like um you know stock images and f- uh, videos and stuff like that. It's, it's put together really nicely. Um, and uh, he said that the reason why, you know, we just don't just accept Christ and you know, immediately just go to heaven. The reason why we, we live life here out on earth after accepting Christ, the reason why we live life here out on earth at all. Cause you know, imagine God just knowing that you're gonna accept Christ later in your life and be like, okay, you don't even gotta go through this, this thing called life. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be hard. Let's just remove you from it altogether, and you just get to see Christ. Why? Why does? Why does God make us live out this life? Well, why does God make us finish the race, like Paul says? Well. Um, the gentleman that runs AOC Network explained, which I thought was beautiful, he said, because we cherish and we, we will now appreciate his presence more than we ever could if we didn't live out this life with struggle and pain and sometimes heartbreak. That's, that's why the word of God says he takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for good because the enemy seeks to devour us to really break us down and make us weary and give up on God. But if we just endure to the end, honestly and truthfully, there's a reward that is more satisfying. You will... See that being in his presence could is greater than any other reward that you could ever be given in life. But then on top of that, on top of being in his presence, on top of no more sickness, no more pain, no more tears, no more heartache, no more heartbreak. God is giving you eternal rewards for what you do down here. So. Overall. We cherish what is given to us, even here on earth, when we have to wait. But it's just not waiting for the sake of waiting. God's purpose of making us wait is to make us stronger. Like I said, giving us strength and endurance. His motive for us, waiting, is crafted out of love. He doesn't want to see us weak. He doesn't want to see us, us fail or fall. But he has a perfect purpose for our lives. And his motive for us waiting, like I said, is crafted out of love. While the enemy's motive for rushing you to have something before it's time to receive it is simply just to watch you suffer and lose your mind while you, um, what you waited for and longed for for so long abandons you. My God. So the enemy will rush to make you have something just to snatch it from you in the same breath. And you lose your mind because that's all you ever wanted. Some of you are listening to this. All you ever wanted was to become an artist. An actor, maybe. And none of these things are bad in and of itself. Some of you want to become a YouTuber, a model, um, you know, own your own business, make a lot of money. But imagine if you had had it already. Imagine if You just, out of nowhere, just tomorrow, you just got it. You got the followers, you got the acclaim, you got the reach that you wanted. How would you feel? Pretty empty, right? This is why God does not ever want us worshiping anything but him. Because whatever we worship will eventually let us down. God's love is the truest and purest form of love. So whatever you expect from him, he's going to do it. The only way he knows best out of love. So you see how endurance, or what we sometimes call longevity, in the celebrity realm is lost. You have to keep doing 10 times more to keep it going, little Nas X, because the public's love for you will eventually go out. Your fans' love for you will eventually go out. You'll be left wondering, how did I get here? Not because you weren't grateful, but because you took the path that wasn't God's plan for your life. You know what's interesting? I'll see so many celebrities talk about them thanking God and this was God's plan for their lives. And I find it interesting because God's um, God's will is outlined very clearly in his word. So much so that Jesus's life here on earth even confirms the will of the father. Because Jesus said in John 5, 19, the son cannot do It's himself, but whatever he sees, the father does as well. So when you look at Jesus's life and everything that Jesus did, everything that Jesus did and everything that Jesus said, that was the perfect will of the father. Um, The word of God says that he obeyed until death. So obedience was Jesus's fulfilled purpose. He fulfilled it. And that's the will of the father for us to obey him out of love for him. You see, Jesus loved the father so much. He obeyed him out of love, right? Um, But not forced like a tyrant. A lot of people like to make God like some sort of tyrant. Um, If God was a tyrant or some sort of tyrannical dictator, you wouldn't be living the life you would be living right now. You wouldn't be able to say those words, but because you were even capable of saying those words proves God's love because he allows you free willingly to choose to say that about him without smiting you right now. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm sorry. Just some righteous anger built up in me just for a second. I apologize. Um, so we have to uh, clearly look at our lives um, and what it's supposed to look like and the fruit that it's supposed to bear when we live the life according to Christ. No one is perfect, but Jesus, however, um, is the life we should strive for. Jesus's life, the way that he lived out his life, um, because that's who we follow. Uh, so it begs to question, what God are they thinking? Second Corinthians 4, 4 says, in whom the God of this world had blinded their minds, those which... Believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them, so not always will the Lord make us wait. I believe in this age, um there are times and things that might happen for believers that will come a little bit quicker than normal, right? And I, I just I, I speed past the the celebrity. Who do they worship? Thing I did speed past, that. I apologize. Um, so it's obvious the God of this world, Satan. Um, and you just gotta look at it from that point of view before you jump to say, This person serves God, and that person serves God, and and what are you talking about? And you could tell when people are, are really serving God and, and not serving God. And this is why I, I, not too um, long ago, last night, I think. Yesterday morning, early morning, I, 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 pray every morning. I ask the Holy Spirit what to pray for. Yesterday morning, I prayed for um, some celebrities, some Christian celebrities, um, who are of the fathers. They, they, they are God's children. Whatever you want to say, whatever conspiracy you want to come up with, Kanye, Justin, uh, these are God's children, and we have to pray for them. They don't know. Listen, my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's why this was the first episode, because every single episode after this, after my people perish for lack of knowledge, obedience is better than sacrifice. Every single episode after that was going to come back to that, because this is a season. So this season is going to have episodes that are going to refer to other episodes and it's going to have one overarching theme by the end. And you're going to be like, wow, this is one big picture. And it's like, yeah, I didn't come up with this. It was the Holy Spirit's idea. But um, yeah, we have to pray for them because there are real Christians out there who want to serve God and who have a a crazy amount of fame that they don't know what to do with um and they they need to be surrounded and discipled but there are people who are not of the kingdom and who act like they are um who thank God and they're thanking a completely different God than we know uh, so it's important to know that but like I said uh, so the Lord makes us wait but he will not always make us wait I believe in this age things are happening a lot quicker than normal um and this is just because we're living in the last days. And Jesus, the one who died for our sins, his return is imminent. So while unveiling, um, and while the unveiling of the Antichrist is also quickly approaching as well. And I will do a, all a, a podcast on this very soon. The end times podcast. I'm going to be, that's exciting. I can't wait for that one. But yes, um, you have to view it as This is God's law. This is God's rule of thumb and his way of going about building up and training his children in the way that he wants them to go. (laughs) It's funny. We look at that verse and we, we always think of our earthly parents only, but God's word says that and he abides in his word and he obeys his own word because his, his word is life so God trains us up in the way that we should go as well we're his children and when he trains us up in the way that we should go we don't depart from it you know as much as we want to run from the calling that he has on our life and the things that he's telling us to not do eventually if we are truly his children children, we're going to heed to his voice and repent for disobeying him. Um, So, yes, I say all that to say, there is benefits of waiting. And I think that we should not forsake those benefits. Um, But I just want to reaffirm to you not long after these things you see others receive. You should not long after these things you see others receive. One, because you don't know how long it took them to get it. Two, You don't know what they went through to receive it. And three, and most importantly, you don't know who gave it to them. So do not long after the things you see others receive. You don't know who gave it to them. And if it is God that has given it to them, rejoice. The Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who um, mourn. who you should mourn with speaking about the body of Christ but in general as well but but you should you should rejoice for them receiving the blessing that the Lord has for them because God has a blessing for you too in the works you just have to accept it believe it Receive it and ask him. He will give you revelation on whether there's a delay in the way. He's going to give you revelation on whether you need to move forward in a particular area before, you know, something is released. or You know, all of our callings are similar but different and the lord has a personal relationship with each and every one of us so we have to attend to that relationship ourselves so yeah that leaves me with the last part of this podcast and the clickbait title of this podcast can you sell your soul um so yes now to the part that you all came for can you sell your soul I did a three-part TikTok video on this, and the short answer, no. Long answer, yes. Why do I say this? Um, Easily, short answer, no. And I I can break that down for you right now um, with simple verses. Let's see. We have the earth as the Lord's in the fullness thereof, the world and all those who dwell within. Um, and I used this verse earlier. Um, it's obvious. There's no breakdown to this. God owns everything. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, everything within it. Everything that it is, everything that comes out out of it, the Lord owns everything, the world and those who dwell within. Pretty simple, right? So in short answer, no. The reason why I say that is because there's no... There's no, um, how do I put this? Holy Spirit, help. There's no, (laughs) you can't give, you can't sell something that is not yours. Bible says when we die, our soul and our spirit returns to our father, our creator, our maker. And if you do not accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you receive judgment and eternal fire. So there's an obvious call, there's an obvious claim that we return to the Father. And everything on this, this planet he owns. This his, including us. And what we do here on earth with our time is what results in our eternity. The long answer, yes. Why is the long answer yes? Well, because some scholars believe that your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, which I also believe. And You can give up your mind and your will and your emotions for free. (laughs) You don't even necessarily have to sell it. You can give it up for free. Some of you didn't sell your soul, and you got demons compartmentalized in a part of a lot of your lives that you don't even understand. Um, And you wonder why certain parts of your lives you face hindrances, you face blockages, you're angry for no reason children are acting up you're not receiving the promotion that you were supposed to get five years ago like there's things spiritually connected to these things um in your own life yeah maybe you have uncontrollable anger maybe you can't stop gossiping maybe you can't stop smoking maybe you can't stop watching porn there's things that are connected to this um so I think it's interesting when when people say the phrase, uh, sold your soul they sold their soul because it's like if your soul is your mind your will and your emotions there's a lot of people who didn't sell their soul and they still have demons inhabited in their home so being demonized I feel like it's completely different um, for this 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 conversation if you were to bring that up because I did see that argument on TikTok um. But I want to focus on the main thing here. Um, This is a topic that I discussed already, so I don't think I'm going to go too deeply into it, even though this is the podcast. I just really wanted to touch on the earlier topics earlier. Um, If you want to see me explain this more, you can go to my TikTok. It'll be linked somewhere on my social media. Um we are given a set amount of time to live on earth, right? We have the free will, thanks to Adam and Eve. Shout out to y'all because of y'all, we all here in this predicament now. <laughs> but I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so we have a short amount of time to live on earth. Um, and who we chose to serve in that time is or who we choose to serve or what we choose to serve or what kingdom we give our alliance with is what we receive in return when we leave the earth, when we die. Um, cause it's flesh, this mortal flesh lasts only but so long. And there's a time where your spirit is going to be removed from your body and return to the creator. Um, So selling your time is truly what you're doing. Selling your soul is complicated. The reason why I say it's complicated is because I see where people get that from. Um, in fact, I know the exact verse, Mark 8, verse 36. Um, For what is the profit a profit of man uh, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Uh, so Jesus is asking a question here. He never really made the statement that you can sell your soul, but a lot of people take that this question that Jesus posed to establish their statement that you can sell your soul. Um, the it it's not it's not something that I like to say anymore. And I don't wouldn't advise anybody else to say it, um, especially as Christians, um, because it's confusing to unbelievers. It's kind of like um, speaking in tongues or (laughs) uh, saying using language that they don't really like. The word, the term, "selling your soul," is is just not. It's not edifying anyway. Um, I like to believe that it is a lie from the enemy um, because the enemy does use that as a ploy to those who come out of his kingdom and who are saved and has accepted Jesus. And maybe they did some crazy, wicked stuff in the past and they were in witchcraft and they were in voodoo and a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe they were doing heavy work in his kingdom and they come out of his kingdom and they're serving Jesus now. Um, the enemy likes to use that as a scapegoat, like, hey, you sold your soul to me, so you you can't go back. But even he knows that that's not the truth. It's just a lie that he uses, so he can discourage you from serving God any further, um, yeah, I see a lot of Christians take a strong stance on this. They say that you can't sell your soul and all these celebrities sold their soul and stuff like that. I just don't think that is, that's what we should be doing this time is uh, yelling at people saying that they sold their soul. I think we should be praying for those who we believe that the enemy has taken their lives and has used it to glorify his kingdom because that's what a lot of them are doing. They're just glorifying the kingdom of darkness um, with the over-sexualized music, with the um, over-drug use in the music and movies and TV shows and just making sin seem cool. And when it's not. So, um, truthfully, you can't. So your soul. Um, Jesus has bought us back from the kingdom of darkness. All we have to do is accept it. It's a gift freely given to us. Um, and I would love to lead anyone into a prayer of repentance. If you don't know Christ, I would love to lead you into a prayer of repentance. So... Thank you, Heavenly Father. The Lord wants somebody to know that he loves them. Amy, Mm. God loves you. And there's nothing that you can do to separate you from his love. You've been running away from him, and he wants you to know that he's been chasing after you, and he won't stop until he gets your attention. Okay. Um, So, sorry. That was for whoever's listening, whose name is Amy. I don't know. That just, that was... All right. So, (laughs) um, Heavenly Father, I thank you for um, bringing us here again to digest your word, to feed on your word, to... Live out your word. I pray that we would not only just become um, hearers, but doers of your word as well. Heavenly Father, I pray right now for every, each and every single person that's listening to this that do not know you. That do not know your son, Jesus, that has died for their sins. Um, that do not have him as their personal Lord and Savior and who are willing to become a disciple of Christ who are willing to accept Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, who are willing to accept the free gift that you have given to them because of your love, Father God. I pray right now that your spirit will enter their room, wherever they're at, enter their vehicle, their vicinity, their atmosphere right now, Lord. Change their hearts, their minds as they accept you into their lives. Father God, I pray that you'll never, ever allow them to go back to the life that they used to live. Pray that you'll change your lives completely right now, Father. I pray that as they accept you and as they accept Jesus into their heart, that they'll be completely transformed, that all pain in their body will be removed, that all depression in their mind and anxiety and, 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 and demonic thoughts and attacks that have been plaguing them will be broken off of them right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for what you're doing in their lives right now. I thank you for what you're going to continue to do. I thank you for blessing us with your word today, allowing us to understand that nothing can separate us from your love reminding us that nothing is worthy to be worshipped but you because you first loved us, we love you back. And if anybody wants to um, accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, you can say this simple prayer with me. Lord, thank you for sending your son to die for my sins. I now know that I can't save myself. I can't do this alone. I need you in my life, Lord. I pray right now. And I ask that you come into my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit. I give you everything in exchange for what you have for me. I trust you. I believe you. I accept that your word is true. I accept that the work was finished at the cross and there's nothing more to do but to develop a relationship with you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom of heaven. I want to get in contact with you. I always do. I always do. Because I think it's important. I think it's very important. So please don't be a stranger and email me admin at freedomwave.us um I am on all social media platforms FreedomWave Instagram FreedomWave US Instagram Twitter Facebook I think yeah all the things of that nature TikTok uh, my personal TikTok is Elisha Brown with two eyes in the middle of Elisha, last name Brown, like it's spelled in the color. (laughs) Um, And I think that today was a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I was blessed. Um, And yeah, I just want to remind you that whatever you're searching for right now to satisfy you, whether that may be friends or relationship, maybe funny, funny, it may be funny. It may be funny. Yeah, super funny, Elisha. Um, it may be money. It may be fame. I put money and fame together. Like, funny. Come on, funny. It may be funny. It may be money. It may be fame. It may be whatever you'd be searching for. The Lord has it all. It's all fulfilled in His love. I hope you know that. Like, His very presence. Like, once you experience the presence of God, you'll realize this is what i'm working this is this is what this is what i'm living for i said working for forgive me this is what i'm living for oh yeah okay i got it i'm gonna keep on living then i'm gonna keep on doing his will i'm gonna keep on obeying his word i'm gonna keep on developing my relationship with him and following and what he has for me because if this is what i get in eternity i want that Once you experience the presence of the Lord, you just realize that there's nothing that can replicate it. Everything you've been searching for is right there in Jesus. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I have the next episode coming very soon, might be this week, depends on how it goes. I think the next episode will be um, Why Discipleship is Important, um, Why Christian Discipleship is Important. And I think then the following episode, I am planning to bring my sister on and we're going to talk about um, demons taking physical form. In people or demons manifesting in people. And I think that's going to be an interesting episode. So I thank you guys for watching. I keep saying watching, but you literally are watching this if you're on YouTube because you clicked it and you're watching it. Um, I thank you guys for listening to this episode two of Freedom Wave podcast. Um, May the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Um, it was awesome to discuss everything that I discussed today. I really love this episode, so I hope you guys enjoyed. Share this episode. If you're on YouTube, give it a like. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, give it a positive review. Um This stuff is important so that the episodes can go reach further, more people, and get out there and stuff like that so thank you guys so much for listening and bye